Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. Uh, we're going right into this. We haven't rehearsed anything we're about to say. Um, Travis, let me say this first. This is the first thing on my mind because I saw a uh, uh, notification come in about QB1, Justin Fields. Um, is it not the most lip service, like cringy thing to hear? Oh, this person skipped to watch film. Is that not the most (laughs) – I get it, man. But at the same time, like, you know, the worst QB in the league is watching film. You know, it's just what you're going to do. Anyways, I digress. How's your week going, man? Week's going all right, man. It's the first or third – well, actually, I don't even know what week it is anymore. Second week at this job. So, new job. It's been good, slow, but um, just getting used to the commute, you know, the wake up a little bit longer with driving to work nowadays, so – and I'm emotionally and mentally prepare myself when I wake up in the morning, but other than that, I can't complain. Just getting ready, man. Whole new, whole new chapter. That's a good thing. Um, hey, I gotta be honest. I'm a little. Uh, I'm not over the loss yet. It hasn't been quite 24 hours. Um, my Yankees decided that they thought they could walk eight people and win a baseball game, and that's just not going to happen. Um, so I'm a little sour. Um, at the same time, though. I don't think they had any shot or any uh, had no grounds of being in uh, a playoff series against the Rays. Uh, the way they hey, played this year. If it's any year. consolation, I think the Red Sox are in the same boat. So it's basically who was com- they were competing to see who gets swept by the Rays. Uh, but here's the thing: I could see the Red Sox winning a Sale game. Chris Sale. Maybe. Maybe. The only hope for is the city of Boston, which would be cool, is if they somehow steal a game and force a game four, because it'd be. Technically now marathon Monday on Indigenous yeah. People's Day, so that would be cool. The city of Boston. I hope they don't awesome. wear those. I hope they don't wear those uniforms. Are you allowed to wear those uniforms in the playoffs? I don't think you are. I I was just thinking about that. Which is funny um, they got them for marathon Monday. I don't think they're allowed to. Yeah, well, I probably didn't think they were going to make the playoffs or something. I don't know. Um, well, well they everybody yeah, baking yeah. on this year going into it. Um, I don't know. It's funny for me to watch. Even tonight, I'm going to watch tonight's game. I think tonight's game is more interesting in my eyes as far as a baseball fan um, with the L.A. Dodgers facing off against the red-hot St. Louis Cardinals. Um, I just don't – can think, the Cardinals really even – so much of their run was on a home How run, old right? is Wayne right now? How old is he? I mean, he's I, had a year. Did they just re-sign him too? I think he's 17 and 7. Isn't he um, like 35? I think, I think Tom Brady has single-handedly – just crossed over barriers and made the prime of every sport much, much later. Oh, yeah, I was way off. He's 40. Yeah, he's 40. Um, and he's pitching fantastic. Uh, he's, I think he was 17 and 7 this year, I believe. Uh, I mean, he's going against Scherzer, who's, when it's all said and done, to this point in our life, one of the greatest pitchers we've ever seen. Um, but also to your point, this is the ultimate, like, how many wins did the Dodgers have this year? 100 and something. Four or five. They lose tonight. It's, it. it's like you win 100 plus games. That's where I'm interested. See, like I was watching the Yankee Reds. Of course, I wanted the Yankees to win, but I was watching it. Uh, and here's something I do. Something that I take in. I think there's a huge difference of being someone that hates to lose versus someone who's a sore loser. Um, when you have those moments. Hey, someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. When your team is in the losing category, I embrace that. I take it all in at once. I watch 
the entire celebration. I watched the whole episode of Sports Center the next morning because that's just I, I don't know if it's a grieving process or whatever, but I think you have to be good doing that because again, you can hate to lose. That's absolutely something I I can't stand losing. But at the same time, don't have to be a sore loser. I'm not going to cheer against the Red Sox. I give the Red Sox zero emotional, um, whether it's love or hate. I don't give them anything on that scale. Uh, I only cheer for my team. But anyways, so I was watching that. But I'm like, both these teams, long shot. Maybe in a five-game series. Maybe that's the only thing that they have maybe going for them if they can get a couple quick ones. But uh, you got a Rosa, a Rosarina. Got it right. Remember, you remember his name last time? <laughs> I still I don't Rosary, even know if that was it. Randy Ro- Is that right? Randy Rosarina. Did I just get that right? I was actually going for like the goat garden hauser of like a rookie of the Rowan, year. Rowan Gardner Hauser. Of course, I just I got that. Um, yeah, the Winchester's Rays, man. In Fieldville, Iowa. Yeah, uh, the Rays, man. They're on another level. But yeah, I'm interested for the, the the sport of baseball. I mean, either team that gets into the playoffs to play the Giants is going to be great. But it's it's just tough for me. I am kind of hoping that LA gets in there just for the sake of like, dude, you want a hundred and something games, 105, 104. That's insane. Um, I'd like to see the best teams in the playoffs. Arizona. I mean, I'm sorry, Arizona, not even close. St. Louis uh, was red hot and arguably. Arizona might have lost the hundred. I know. I know. Maybe one of the better teams when it's all said and done, but you can't discredit the first half of the season. They didn't come out and play the way they should have. And I mean, I got to hold that against them. LA giants. All also curious the ratings because baseball is just on such a downswing right now with ratings, but like yeah. you can ask for two better wildcard games between Yankees, Red Sox and Cardinals, Dodgers. I guess you could just have asked for a closer one, you know? Yeah. It wasn't a great game last night. I think tonight yeah. will be closer. Um, yeah. We'll see what um, happens. But we'll check that out. Also realize, um, I don't, I don't think I, I wouldn't be able to see any sports if I still lived on the East Coast. Um, I don't know how any of you guys watched the game. I was tired by the end of it. <laughs> well, put it this way: I went, Sarah and I went and saw Venom two last night. Oh, okay, Carnage. Eight o'clock start. We got home around ten, and it was when we got out of the movie. It was the top of the sixth inning. So I was like, ah, there you go, right in the meat of the game. Nice, man. I'm actually going to uh, James Bond Friday night. Excited. Um, Debating whether so we want to see that, I know. Let's get into some sports. We'll talk some baseball. Uh, we'll probably get across that. You know what? Let's talk baseball now. So we've got Giants. Uh, let's. Can we name all the teams in the playoffs? Let's let's have that as a challenge here. I can do the so AL. The, AL. Yeah, Rays. Yeah, the Red Sox. And then Astros. White Sox. Yeah. Which I think will White be a Sox. good series. I think so, too. Um, White Sox pitching, man, real good. At least they're bold. And that, yeah, and then I'm, I'm kind of cool. I'm kind of happy to see them in the big stage. You know, it's been so long, and they've got a young, fun team. Um, I know there's a lot to be said early on about like was Larusa the right hiring, all those things, but uh, they seem to put it together. Let's go to the other side. We've got the Giants. We've got whoever wins tonight. We've got Milwaukee Brewers. Yes. And uh, nope. We do know this, Travis. We do know this. This This shows you how much baseball I watched this year. Oh my gosh. They'll come to us. I'm sorry. They'll come to us. 
really dropping the ball. I'm gonna have here. to look this up because um, but some other baseball news. Um I, I do want to talk about the Yankees real quick. Uh other baseball news. Padres suck. Manager gone. Um, that's what happens. <laughs> hashtag hungry for more is their hashtag. Braves. Um, Braves. Why are not thinking of the Braves? Oh, that's right. Which I don't that's think right, they really right. stand much of a chance, but maybe I'm wrong. Sorry, Helena. Um Anyways, yeah, I, I when it's all said and done, it just it just seems like it's it's shaping up to be the best team versus the best team. It seems like it's shaping up to be the Giants versus the Rays. Um, and Which cool. like it's cool, but it's like does that really attract a lot of TV viewers? To me, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, baseball's probably hoping. I couldn't be... name a single player on either of those rosters besides. Okay, here's a good question. Or Chris ML... Bryant. Does Brent, yeah. does Brandon Crawford still play for the? Giants? Oh no no, uh yeah Crawford and then um because they were in town not too long ago Crawford you've got Chris Bryant which is kind of cool um did you know Longoria is on the team? Had no fucking clue. He's on the team and then um oh you know. Buster, baby, just been doing it for like, years. Who's their pitchers anymore? Remember they had it for a while. It was like they had Matt Kane and they had Linsecum. Like they had a nasty rotation for him. Like, yeah. A couple of years. They were like the Mets for a minute with their rotation. I they, now I couldn't well, name a I think single the Rays. I think the Rays lost three of their starting pitchers like going into this year, and they still have the best team in baseball. You yeah, need their scout. Blake Snow. Whoever's doing the development in that organization is – Doing a phenomenal job, and anybody should probably want to go out and get this guy. Um, had, their stadium sucks so fucking bad that it's like almost depressing watching a playoff game there. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see what goes on with uh, the Aaron Boone Yankee situation. Of course, it's an underachieving. Think he gets fired? Fault is that a bunch of different people. Fault is that staying healthy. For one, I mean, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I, although that's across baseball in general right now. But um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a, a fireable year. Um, but at the same time, the coach always seems like it's the easiest thing to, to shake up. Um, hey, if Urban Meyer's not getting fired, then Jesus, let's not get he doesn't one. deserve it. We're going to avoid anyway, that you, one. You look like you're going to ask a question. Did you see the the it was in the news, especially around here? The um what's the Yankees radio announcer? Something Sterling. I want to say John Sterling. I don't know. You probably don't even know who the guy is because whoever listens to the radio anymore. But he had a call last night that they played over and over again today that was so bad. It was like, dude, you need to get put out to retirement. Cause like the stand home run, right? And Viscurgeon did it on the lot, but he had basically like, oh, all right, nope, off the wall. Like he thought off the bat, which to be fair, he looked like he mashed the shit out of it. And sure. Probably out of the home run in any other ballpark. Green, green monster. Yeah. Correct. Home run in any other ballpark. But the Yankees announcer, you have to find the video after. I will have to look it he up. He literally, like, immediately called the home run out of the ballpark, called it a Stantonian shot. And then he goes, and wait, he's on first base. What did I do wrong? What did I, what did I miss there? <laughs> and like, Dude, you know, like you're the radio announcer. Like people aren't watching this game; they're relying on you uh, to tell the game. And you literally, basically you said the ball left of a the baseball ballpark. Field. Did you not see the fucking ball bounce off the wall? It's different to like, oh no, someone caught it. It's like you literally it's, sat there for a good seven seconds and then like let people think it was a home run. And it was like, oh no, wait, he's on first. And now judges out of the plate. 
to in his defense though, if you're at a baseball game, anytime there's a pop-up that goes into the outfield, 90% of the field is reacted to it off the bat. Like, but this one oh was so God. different. It was so hard to hit. I'll have to look it up. It's, it's it not up. like it's just like quiet when it hits off the inner monster. It is loud. I know. You have to watch it, the, You got to find it. John Sterling, I think. Um, and it. not to mention uh, in that, that run, that, that position of being down at the time, what was it? Three runs they were down or two runs at that point? I don't remember. They but, were down uh, two, I think. Yeah, would have made it three to three. Two. Send judge on that one, knowing how the left field plays, knowing that you're playing obviously the Red Sox who play there half the year. Um, that was probably a poor decision. Like, I really do like chat. Like, I was always a, a believer in, like, hey, challenge the players to get the play done. Like, there's a good chance the ball could move that catcher off them. But, like, you're playing at Fenway, that ball, these guys are hometown, they know how it's going to bounce off, they get it into the like the outfield throw wasn't pretty but they know all they have to do is get it in quick and uh, I think it was Bogarts who threw him out um, at home uh, that that seemed a little little poor uh, awareness as far as how the game was trending where you know how you could have set up your team um, although who's the guy with the beard the red beard for Red Sox I don't know their names yeah so he had a bad base running error there oh, yeah, he, that, they, I mean, they could have had another person third and yeah. the Yankees were struggling who knows they would have walked another person bases loaded yeah he's he had some real bad he said he had some clutch hits last night but not a great base running decision decision yeah. maker oh, well, honestly anyways, and before, yeah. before we transition off of baseball also the most ridiculous injury JD Martinez I just saw mm. rolled his ankle running to the outfield and tripping over second base come on that's hey, hilarious hey, these are professional athletes Chad. Not not just humans. They're just professional athletes. <laughs> um, that sounds like something that would happen like bowling match or something. Someone oh, totally. stepped off the side. And anyway, anywho, um, I didn't think we'd be spending our first subject on baseball, especially since I'm sour about it still. So if my takes are a little bit to the negative side, you know why. But let's go to football. We missed the prime. Actually, I'm happy that we missed the lead up into last weekend because it was outrageously uh, hyped. Even in, during the game, having to listen about Bill Belichick versus Brady the entire time, even catching Bill Belichick picking his teeth with his pencil. You check, check that one out. And yeah. also, uh, a little Belichick there, some facial features, man. He got some FaceTime. A lot of tongue he, action. He was looking very much like Gruden, man. Um so we didn't lead into it. I'm kind of happy. It didn't work on our schedule wise uh, for our both, you know, mutual times to record. I'm kind of glad we got that in the past so we can sort of look towards the, 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 the rest of the season here as we go. We also got some breaking news. Patriots traded uh, uh, Gilmore for about, um, you know, equates to a bag of balls. Yeah. Um, which is more than nothing, I guess, at the end of the day. Um, so that was surprising. I think, uh, a little mishandling. I think his health of last year played a big factor into not really having that value to the value wasn't as valuable as it should have been to begin with, let alone wait to this point. And, uh, 
then you get yourself to some cap space. So I, I would be interested to hear your take on maybe the reasoning behind what, you know, I, I guess they're landing with a trade. Is that official? Um, yeah, I think it's official even, now to Carolina. Even what cutting was going to do, like why that's maybe advantageous from, you know, looking forward salary cap wise, but also why maybe they didn't do this move beforehand, like maybe pre-draft. Well, first of all, first of all, they fucked up. They fucked up last year when they didn't trade him when the season was kind of in the shitter. Like even if you made the playoffs last year, you weren't going anywhere. Like you fucked up by not trading him when you could have probably got at minimum a second round pick. And if you're lucky, a first round pick. Um, so that was first mistake. Second mistake, it basically just became a hold in. So by that, I mean, he basically said, I'm not playing for the amount of money you're willing to pay me. I deserve more. I'm just going to be injured. Put me on pup for six weeks and I'll collect my checks. I think it got to a certain point where, you know, I think they started these negotiations early on to figure out what could be a resolution for the time that he can come off after week six. And I think it was clear to them that like what they were willing to give, he wasn't willing to meet and vice versa. And I think clearly him going to Carolina is not like he, he, he's from Carolina. Is he from Carolina? Yeah. From Carolina. He played at South Carolina. Like, does it sound like to you? It sounds like me. Like, they did him a solid. Like, do you think you know, like he, he met with Bill, had a serious conversation. Like, hey, this is a person on my short list. If they can offer you anything, I go there. Correct. And I think, I think Bill at this point knows, like, he, I don't know. You got to think he knows he's got like shit on his face for making this decision. And he's it's almost too loyal in a sense with that regard. But I think they just got to a point where like, clearly you're not going to be happy here. We're not paying you the money you want. I'm not having you in the building just to collect checks for no reason. You know, let's get, let's get you out of here. We'll do you a solid, find a place you want to be at, you know? Right. Um, and at the end of the day, again, it ultimately just comes down to the fact that they messed this up from an asset management, which has been happening a lot with them between Brady and Gronk and shit. And there's, there's too many to count. A lot of mismanagement. It seems like they were always on top of getting rid of yeah, real bad. a year or two right before their value, like their, whether they were leaving their prime or their, their production had headed off and they were getting some assets in return that later turned into some valuable pieces. Um, I feel like usually on their defensive side mainly because brady could make anybody on the offensive side um yeah. you know could elevate them well the bright side is did we you, did get yeah. jamie collins back for a third time so <laughs> whatever <Hey>. that means <laughs> fit right in baby Boogie um, back. so i mean this is going to lead us and we're not even being biased by starting with this game um it just so happens it was really what most people were focusing on uh I'm interested to hear if you think it lived up to the hype, what your takeaways were positive or negatively. Uh, but as far as the Patriots hosting Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, obviously a Gronk, Gronk less uh, bucks. If you saw that hit a couple weeks ago against Gronk, that wasn't hard to guess. You probably assumed something was going on in the rib cage area. And there in fact was um, yeah. What were your thoughts about the game? I thought it was very New England weather. It made mm -hmm. it only right that Brady was back during that type of climate. Um, I have some takes, but I, I'd be interested to hear your takeaways first. Biggest takeaway is a very winnable game. Mm. It's really, you know, Brady did not play well. Really did not play well at all, to be honest with you. Running game dominated, which, again, defense, defense held up for the most part. 
they they got to figure out this running game situation. Um, Mac Jones, obviously a little jittery in the start. That that interception he had was a play. I think in retrospect, he would have probably just taken the hit and just absorbed a sack and not mm-hmm. thrown that ball. Because after, I mean, he was pretty much surgical for the most part. Um, yes. I don't know if you saw the actual picture, like the still photo of how open Jacoby Myers was on that final play that got batted. Like, if he had caught that ball, he probably makes it to like the 15 or 10-yard line. And then at that point, it's just bleeding the clock out and kicking right. a field goal or, you know, running the ball to the center field to try it. So, sure. again, there's no moral victories here considering you've yep. lost two games by a combined three points between Miami and Tampa. But it definitely – seems like Mac Jones is trending on much at a very upward trajectory. Um, and besides the offensive line play, I think hopefully this weekend against the Texans, the bounce back, like get right game, going to Dallas. Let's figure out hey, what we got here. Naming the Texans starter. Quarterback? <laughs> Davis Mills, man. Yeah, there we go. Um, so very tall so here, here's kind of off of what you were talking. Here's my takeaway. The only chance they had to stay in that game was if Mac, like you said, after the first jitters, which is understandable. I mean, this you can't – as much as you're going to tell people that you weren't paying attention to what was going on, like there's no way you could miss it. In fact, I think it affected Brady. He missed a lot of open down-the-field passes early on throughout the game. Um, which I, I'm sure had to do with just everything, even some emotional just exhaustion at that point. But uh, the only way <laughs> that the Patriots had any chances if they gave Mac the opportunity run some spread offense because it was so clear from beginning to end. <laughs> that uh, Did they finish with negative one rushing yards? Yeah. So it was it was almost like any time they gave it to the the running back, they would hit a brick wall right at the line of scrimmage, which they did because Tampa's run defense is phenomenal. Their their front guys are great, um, and it just was so frustrating in the first half when it just felt like they were willing to give up a second and first down multiple times to just run the ball. And I get you. That's football. You need to take your chances on the ground. You can't just throw the ball, especially with, um, I don't want to say unproven, but like, yeah, an unproven rookie. You don't want to have that all there. But at the same time, if that's all you're going to get, you got to give this guy. And I thought they gave him a little more of a chance, especially after like halfway through that first. They're like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. Matt could show up, make some throws here, make the calls at the line. Um but, yeah, you're not going to win many games if you got, like, minus one rushing yards. Yeah, not great. Their offensive line play is atrocious these first four games. They need to figure that out. Because not only – I mean, Mac Jones might be – I haven't looked at the statistics, but, like, he's probably one of the most hit quarterbacks. And he got yeah. hit 12 times, sacked four times. Like, not great. I like the way that he's standing in there. Oh, yeah. I'll give him that. Yes, that's great. But uh, at a certain point, like, it, dude, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. health-wise, like, I know. clearly he's proven um, he can do it. Now let's stop letting it happen. But from a positive side, I did enjoy the Patriots defense. Was there missed throws by Brady that defense had nothing to do with? Of course. But when they had to make some plays, they made it. They kept them in the game. Um, They gave them a chance. I mean, that field goal was very close, and they were very close to winning that game. So, uh, again, no more victories, one and three. It seems like it's Buffalo and the rest of the gang at this point in the uh, 
AFC East at least. But uh, hey, Texans, maybe we can get on a roll, uh, whatever that might look like. Um, anything else around the league from this past week, and then we'll we'll look ahead. Uh, maybe some matchups coming up. No, I mean, no, I mean the Chargers being the Raiders was a big one. Chargers mm. are legit. Their defense is very good. My two fit Chargers and Arizona. Yeah, Arizona is another team that's legit. Very, very good team. Tampa, that was that's kind of why this was a must-win game for Tampa. Otherwise, it would have been two back Arizona. I don't think they're catching them. Sure. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's really the Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence game. That was a somewhat entertaining game at points. Um yeah, Zach Wilson beating the Titans looked a little bit better than what he's put up the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the Jets. The Jets game was kind of exciting. Um, it was. I also, I'll tell you right now, we had it on. It's like let's just watch something else because I just don't give a shit about the game when it was in overtime. Right. But I think um, we saw a lot of what we expected in this past week. Um, just kind of going through some of the scores. Um, you know, Packers showing up, doing doing their thing. Uh, I, I guess I missed what was all of the uh, hoopla uh, between the Ravens and the Broncos. I guess the Ravens set some rushing record and they were up big. They're up like 23-7. They basically ran the ball one more play to get the record. Uh, sportsmanship. It's a little stupid. Uh, it's like, you know, that's that's such an emotional, like, oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. you didn't like You didn't like it because you got spanked in your game, man. Um, Seahawks over 49ers. We got Trey Lance. We think we're going to see Trey Lance this week. He looked a little shaky. I don't, I mean, is Grapple out? I didn't follow that. I'll be honest with you. It's calf injury. We got taken on the first. Um, they, they are happy about the reports. Like they were happy about the images and, and, and the follow up. But I think it's still questionable coming here. Um, guess we shall see then. Um, if Panthers did, in fact, again, I'm not even sure. Is this all official, official? Uh, if the Panthers did pick up Gilmore, I think that's a great move. Uh, they lost the Cowboys, but I think the Panthers are kind of a secret. They kind of are flying in a little bit of how, like, I think Tennessee was to me in the past couple of years. And the Panthers' defense is nasty. Especially, I mean, they also trade for yeah. CJ Henderson. Forget about that. They made that trade last week. I think yeah, it's a great know. team. I think it's a great team to join as long as you can stay healthy on offense. You know, Christian McCaffrey going down, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, but um, they're that, that fucking dude, Shaq Thompson's a beast. Jeremy Chin looks like a really good second year player. Sure. Again, um, Brian Burns, good defense. The Saints kind of make me angry. <laughs> The Jameis Winston-led team, man. I mean, even the, uh, the Pats yeah. had no business Why couldn't that they game, face but... him on one of those two weeks? Why Again, they... the Pats uh, had no business beating the Saints the way they played against them, but Jameis no. Winston was pretty determined to give him a chance. Yeah. So um, Chiefs over the Eagles, saw that coming. Josh Gordon, I guess, is active this week, so he'll be a good pickup for four more weeks until he gets suspended again. Just this um, week. <laughs> uh Bears over the Lions. Hey, Justin Fields, go get them. Uh, all right, this week, look ahead. Patriots over Texans. I really don't have any much to break down on that. No. Uh, at the end of the if day. If they lose that game, might as well just mail the season. Yeah. So I'm really hoping, from what I read and what I kind of hear about Mac Jones, is that he takes a lot of this to heart. 
and uh, he's doing everything he can. You know, I don't want to put out there. He's watching a lot of film. I mean, he's doing everything he can. And I think we saw a lot of what needs to happen in this past game. Imagine if they have some run game. Imagine if they contribute, I don't know, even 50 yards on right. the ground. Maybe they could put together some, some things. Seahawks, Rams, that'll be interesting. That's going to be a great game tomorrow night. Yeah, um, there's really only a couple marquee matchups, I'd say. I mean, Browns, Chargers, that should be a good one. Jets, Court Falcons, baby. That's going to be a massive one. 49ers, <laughs> um, Cardinals, that's another good one. And then obviously Sunday Night Football, Buffalo Bills, Chiefs. That's a uh, – that's going to be a barn burner. I'll tell you what I'm looking at. I'll be uh, interested. I'm not sure we'll be watching because it's on at the same time as the Pats, but something I'll be interested in, the Packers and the Bengals, both three and one teams. Yes. Um, and I think a, sort of an interesting take there. Uh, who knows what the Raiders are going to be this year? Oh, my gosh. Cowboys. I think everyone, everyone in Cowboy Nation holding their breath. They don't even want to talk about them right now because they're playing all right. Um, but, yes, I agree. Bills and Chiefs, Sunday night will probably be uh, a, a big show in there. So uh, any other football news you want to talk about before we move on to the next thing? I don't think so. Okay. Well, moving right along, guess what we got coming back? Some hockey. We got some hockey. Forget let's, about the let's sport. Go, let's go play some. Let's go do that hockey. Um, yeah. Like one of those, you know, this is the best way I can describe the NHL with their ramp up. Turn on TV. I think it was on TNT. Bruins are playing a preseason game against like the Flyers. I'm like, oh shit, they're on. So I watched them. That's about as exciting as it gets in the hockey preseason. Um, playing again tonight, last one. Capitals. Charlie, yeah. Charlie Coyle's playing tonight, so I'm interested to see how when is, is. When is their first game? Is it, it, might next, it might be next Monday, yeah. Because the 11th is when um, it's the Penguins and somebody. I can't remember the other team. And then it's the Kraken facing off against the Vegas Knights, so the two uh, newest teams in the hood. The Penguins, somebody. I forget who it is. Um, Probably Flyers or something. Yeah, the Penguins, hey, they're going to be shorthanded for a little bit uh, with some of their you know, Malkin and, and Crosby there. Yeah, Penguins, Lightning, the 12th, and then the Bruins don't actually open. I don't know why. Like, they don't even open until next Saturday. So they play their like last three, game today. There's four full days wow. of games before the Bruins even open up the season. That's some hurry up and wait right there. Um, I don't know if that has to do with the Celtics. I don't even know. Well, anyways, from a hockey standpoint, and a Boston Bruins fan, I'm excited to see – I'm excited to see sort of a new, newish look, see what Swayman's like behind the pipes and how much they're going to go to him. Um, a little new energy in, in the, in the space. Oh, totally. And Swayman's look good this preseason. I mean, I think it'll be a call it what you got 82 games. I mean, if everyone's as healthy, I think it'll bear out that, you know, Swayman gets half of them, maybe a little more than half, depending on who's playing. Yeah. Um, Jack Eichel, I saw something on him today. Are they are they potentially trying to get him traded or what? I think they released the medical information, so the probability or possibility of him getting traded is closer than it's been. Whatever the hell okay. that means. Yeah, um, he has a spine left. By the time he gets traded, we'll find out. <laughs> right. Uh, any other hockey news that came up? I don't think so. No. 
Oh, really? They're so good at just being like, oh, shit, they dropped the puck for the start of the season. Um, the other one where you can't miss a single headline that comes out is the NBA, and they're right around the corner as well. Um, it's been kind of fun to see some stat lines popping up about mm-hmm. Celtics winning this game and this team losing that game. Um, things you're looking at kind of preseason-wise, any players you're watching from the Celtics side of things and then any situations around the league that you're interested in. I really don't want to talk about Kyrie Irving, but that yeah, seems to be what everyone else wants to because they're not even sure if he's eligible to play where practice with the team where he's playing. He hasn't or, been. Or play with the team on a full – on a play with Basically the team anything, on a full any practice, yeah. yeah, any practice or game in Brooklyn, he ain't playing. And he's already missed practices. So – that's yeah. his choice. That's what he wants to do um, and sacrifice half his salary. Good for him. Man. Huge pain in the ass. Um, Anyways, I don't really want to get into that. No, that's, that's about leave it at that. But from a Celtic standpoint and then around the league, uh, yeah, what are, you, what are you watching? Celtics look like a much cheaper team, which we already know. I'll be curious to see how deep their rotation is come regular season, but um, definitely a lot more energy to start the year. Which is yeah. exciting because it was pretty dead by the end of the year last year. So well, it's a little new, right? It's a little new. They changed the face up in the room. Maybe he's saying the same thing in a different way, but it resonates with the player coming from somebody new. Um, not to say yeah. Brad Stevens wasn't saying the right things. Maybe it just didn't hit the team the way that it should have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really pumped to see, see where we're at because this, this seems like it's a make or break year. It's like, all right. You got all the everything lined up. Let's let's see how you can compete in an East that seems like it's going to be pretty competitive. But at the same time, you got to beat the best to be the best uh, <coughs> Yankees. Um, what's the deal with uh, what do you think, Ben Simmons? Are we going to have a big holdout or what? I don't know. Well, now he's I think he lost like what almost four hundred thousand. So I think once he realized he's not going to get that money back, I think he's I think his stance is going to soften. Because, I mean, I don't think he's willing to just give up, what was it, like $9 million in escrow? That's basically just slowly getting taken out and given for fines. And I think initially, I think there was an article that basically he was led to believe that once he gets traded, his camp, if you know the fuck that means, was led to believe once he's traded and the resolution will recoup that $9 million in escrow. But rightfully so, man. You're under contract. You don't right. want to fucking show up. You're not getting the money. Like, that's not how, that's yeah. how life works, dude. I know. So, and B put out some pretty uh, – I mean, he's no been ne- never one to, like, back down of saying comments and stuff, but he put out a pretty straightforward comments. Like, dude, this is disappointing. Um, we're a better team with you, but, hey, if you don't want to be here, you don't want to be here, basically. Yeah, if you want to be a bitch, be a bitch. Okay, so. um, hey, little Kyrie uh, – what did Stephen A say this? A little Kyrie-Ben Simmons swap. I don't even think Kyrie would even show up. Um, I feel like Kevin Durant, but like, yeah, I don't want him. You know who's in preseason or in full season form? John Moran is. Oh, yeah. Did you see very that slam dunk? Yeah, very good. I, I would be pulling him out of the game being like, dude, you're going to hurt yourself by the, how hard you just well, it's like out. it's Yeah, it's, well, it's like you saw the Celtics. Tatum looked – I mean, he was a little sloppy with shooting, but like yeah. dunked over Wendell Carter, looked much stronger. Jalen Brown – looks great even with a wrist at 85 percent like they're gonna play more but like put him in bubble wrap 
don't even let him see the court until opening night. You know? Um, who was it? Was it Trey? Uh, Trey Young got a yeah. He, he needed knee. Need, yeah, you know something happened yeah. there. So like preseason, man. Like it's not that worth it. Give him 15, 20 minutes to run up and down the court, shoot a couple shots. Like don't be going in there hustling for rebounds. Like. Marcus but you know these basketball guys, man. They I know they, they just, can't help more it, so like, than any other sport. I feel like basketball players are like, oh, pickup, yeah. Oh, Olympics, yeah. Oh, generally, oh, yeah. <laughs> they play forever, but like, dude, just stay healthy. It's all nice. I know. Um, cool. Any uh, before we move on, there anything else? I don't think so. No. Okay. A couple, couple more weeks, uh, and it'll be full regular season. So I know this has kind of been a weird like in between um recording but again I, I think it was good i didn't I really didn't want to talk about the brady belichick thing yeah it's been talked about my, my only statements of that as much as people want there to be a rift for like the interest it's like i think both players truly understand that without the other there was no dynasty there was no goat there was no anything um and i think you have to hear what they're saying without anybody else's book or anybody else's like news story or source. It's like, just hear what they're saying. It's like, yeah, Hey, their time just came to an end after 20 plus years, which is more than anybody else can say. And he just got to a point where he needed to, they both were growing together. And then at some point they decided they were going to go to the next step, but that doesn't, take away the amount it's like hey tom brady is a pretty darn good quarterback it took a pretty darn good coach to get him uh to that point and then uh, the other way around belichick's success as far as the numbers as far as his winning and absolutely would not have happened if tom brady wasn't at the helms of of it all so i mean there's that's a boring thing to say and it's an un you know non-controversial thing to say and it's whatever it is but it's really the truth um totally but uh now anyways, it's behind so, us we can move on i know finally the texans we can move on to the texans um we'll have we gotta go be three I'm, i got a call right now we get, we gotta be two and three by then next time we talk um Let's go on into the world of everything else around sports, entertainment, things like that. I do want to point this out that when Squid Game came out, I saw it when it was number eight trending. And I told everybody, not one single person told me about this. I told everybody else. And now they can't get enough of it. And now on October 31st, we're all going to be surrounded by PlayStation controllers. But anyways, anything else you've been watching? Either. You haven't watched Squid Game yet? No, I haven't Game. Uh, I watched Midnight Midnight Mass on Netflix. I was about to okay. bring that. That messed with my head. It was fantastic, but it messed me with my head, man. Uh, dude, that, that first jump scare? Where I, was like, I think I think this, I mean, the scary part was good. It's very haunting, like at Hill House, like vibes yeah, to it. Correct. Completely different storyline and super interested. It's a slow burn at first, but you got to hang in. It's a limited series, seven episodes. Um, great character development. I thought it was funny because I've talked to some people who, um, you know, when the characters get their sort of like monologues in certain parts, and I thought, <laughs> what's his name? Bright Night Lights. Matt, Matt, whatever. That's Saracen. And, yes, dude. He had some great, great moments in that, uh, in that 
the series, I loved some of those long dialogue things, man. I was so captivated by it. I thought it was just great character development. The whole twist of it was cool. Um, but just, I think the fact that there are people like that choose that, like there's like people like that. Oh yeah. That are yeah. so, I think the problem that a lot of people don't see is like, as soon as you decide that there's a right way of living your life, you in that moment, made there a wrong way for somebody else to, to live and yeah. that's the problem and that that just was a heady mess but it was awesome thinker awesome i i was really really happy with that i enjoyed it we definitely yeah, definitely enjoyed it now you have like i'm gonna give you maybe three weeks uh before outside of the recording to watch squid game I can't I mean, we have too much things in the hopper. We'll see. We'll see. Have I ever let you down? I don't know. No. Um, anything else? Any movies? Any uh you said you watched uh what was it in theaters? Venom two. Oh right, right. It was quite a little all over yeah, the, I mean it was a little eh, I don't know. It was entertaining. But I mean okay. the biggest the biggest thing was the end credit scene that basically um okay uh feed into something oh yeah the end credits todd ted lasso is the season finale coming up friday. friday i'll be there for it man i'll be there um curious to see how they finish this season after last episode yeah i know we're not gonna we're not gonna ruin it for anybody but i i am with you on that one well all right man i think that was a great little roundup quick little shooting around there talking about some things that we maybe not didn't think we'd be uh, talking about. Again, we recorded this as soon as we came on the Zoom call and saw where it went, and that's where it went, guys. So if you listen along, hope you got something uh, interesting out of it. Um, anything else before we sign off, Jeff? I don't think so. I think that's uh, succinct and to the point. All right. Well, this was episode 63, Two Brothers. Two Brothers. <laughs> screwing it up now two bros talking sports podcast episode 63 uh as always thank you for listening along and can't wait to talk sports the next time